world is yours. The world is yours. Yo, welcome to season three, episode sixteen of the Kids of Culture Podcast. I'm your host, Narayan. I'm Joseph. I'm Matt. And uh, we got a pretty interesting topic today. Uh, as you all know, if you've listened to the episodes, we all three are Christian. You know, we stand very strong in our faith, and today we will be explaining why. And I think it's very important that we touch on that. So I'll ask Joe first the most broad question. We'll probably ask more questions, like you know, going down the line on the pod. But why are you Christian? <laughs> Um, well, I'll just start from the beginning. <laughs> so, um, I was adopted from Vietnam by um, my parents, and both my parents were Catholic, so I was just mm-hmm. raised up in a Catholic household. Um, so we attend church, and then every Sunday, basically. But um, they also put me into private school, second grade to fifth. And I think that's when I kind of got a better understanding about God and all. However, it did affect my relationship with God because I viewed, during that time, I viewed God as a grade because I was forced to, like, learn, like, different verses and study and all that, which wasn't good at all. Um, Fast forward to when we moved down to Fredericksburg, and then um, I think sophomore year, that was when I joined Young Life. And I think once I joined Young Life and surrounded myself with, like, other Christians and like like-minded individuals as well that really changed my perspective on God for the better however I do say um I'm not like the biggest fan of the Catholic Church even though I do like their traditions and like st- stuff like that and like I'm a part of that church but um I feel like after once I joined Young Life it helped me to better understand why I'm a Christian and like be proud of my faith and all that so yeah, I don't know if he changes how I not like God is a great anymore. So, so, kind of like Joe, I always, I always grew up Christian. My mom and dad, Christians themselves. Um, I always remember, my dad would here and there we would celebrate, you know, separate holidays. My mom never really let my dad put us in church as much as. Quite frankly, I wish we should have. Um, just because as a kid, in Proverbs 22, it says, raise a kid up in the way of the word and he shall not depart from it when he grows old. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, luckily I didn't grow apart from it yet. I don't see it happening. But So that was the foundation that was set. But um, I remember, or my mom and my stepdad, um, I remember when they were going through their divorce in middle school, I was, I would remember beating myself up for it and just so many emotions that would run all over my head. And quite frankly, I, it's, I've always been one to be in my head about things. I mean, you know, when I'm on the court, I'm always in my head. Um, and that's just, that's something I need to work on personally, but that's beside the point. It's. I, I found the light at the end of the tunnel. I was I was in a tunnel of complete darkness, it felt, and no matter how much my dad would say, it's not your fault, it's not your fault, or just whatever, it's it, as a 12, 13-year-old, I was, I was low. I remember one time thinking, I was like, and this is the cliche, what if I killed myself kind of thing? And that was just the thing of it was like, no, that's, there is something else. And it's, I remember thinking that was the point where my life, my, my faith grew strongest mm-hmm. was that darkness. And it's funny how that happens. I mean, it's, whether it be in the, uh, the, the belly of a whale or, you know, and whatever, it's, it's funny to see the darkness is what grows the light the most. But I, I remember that kind of being like the whole Philippians 4.13 you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you and I remember it's like I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me but Christ also is the reason I'm still here Mm -hmm. Christ is the purpose it's my purpose to spread Christ's name is ultimately what I've came through and I mean it's from there it's these last year two years I mean I've (laughs) I've tried to take even bigger steps in that faith. I mean, it's... And it's funny because the reason I'm even more <laughs> deeper in my faith is heartbreak. 
I mean, my ex, um, it was a very interesting <laughs> uh, mindset come a year after that. And then it's, I did things that I realized I probably shouldn't have done. And I'm just like, how can I be better? Because regardless of how the situation ended, it's always, how can I be better? And I'm like, ah, okay, there it is. That's, that's it. And I mean, the whole notion of it's, I still fail. I'm, we're all human. And I, I strive to be better and I still fail. But, you know, that's why I'm Christian. Well, for me, <clears throat> I grew up, I mean, both of my parents are Christian. Uh, my dad, I, it's, it's funny because, like, I look up to my dad so much, not because of what he's done, but because of what he's gone through and the fact that he's still standing. And, like, um, you know, he, he he served time and, like, you know, he was, he was on the wrong path and then, like you said, like he kind of found that light. He found that light in the darkness. Like his back was against the wall, and he had no one else to turn to. So he turned to God. So, and then from that point in his life, you know, he, he just like, you know, his life changed, and he was reborn, and he was reborn through Christ, and I, I firmly believe that. But like growing up, like growing up, probably around the same age, twelve, thirteen. You know, I, I had my doubts. I'm I'm like, yo, like is is God even real or like <laughs> like what what if everything that people say like if, if it's just like a lie? I mean, but I'm I'm young. Like I I don't know anything. And then you know, I got my Bible and then I really I really just started to read it, not re- like kind of in order. You know, <laughs> I feel like that's how everyone does it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just started to read it in order, and then, you know, I, I started to get a grasp of it. But um, I think recently is when my faith like kind of grew the strongest. Probably like two years ago, um, college, like <laughs> MBU. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm not gonna talk about the situation, but I probably was at like the lowest point in my life, and. I'm I'm thinking like like why why do I have to wake up every day and like keep suffering but then you know my mindset changed and I started to think well God wouldn't be putting me through this and allowing me due chance to wake up to suffer and then that's that's when I kind of realized like every day is an opportunity and it's a blessing to even be standing on two feet vertical and then the fact that I'm I'm healthy in the body, you know. My family's healthy. I roof over my head, clothes on my back. I get food on the table. And there are just some people who don't. And I, you know, people say, like, don't take things for granted. Like, or people, people like to use the word luck. But I, I don't, I don't think luck is a thing. I think that's, that's blessings. And, you know, even like out of high school, I, like uh going into my senior year i was like all right this is like the last year the last chance i have to play in college and i didn't pray as much as i or didn't pray as much as i do now but i I would pray every now and then that you know that one one coach would take that chance on me and you know even coach berkeley to, to, to take a chance on me and like put me in the game and keep me in but then it was like Kind of the way God speaks to you is not through like voice, but it's through like, you know, different circumstances and the situation he puts you in. And conviction sometimes. Yeah. And I'm about to say, and, you know, showing you your guilt. So I didn't, I'm telling this is like a whole story, but there, there's a reason behind all of it. So my senior year, you remember we got early release. I don't, I don't know if you got early release or not, but... Y'all two probably had early release. Y'all two had early release, but y'all also had, you know, vehicles. So the days that I wouldn't go home with him, I would be in the gym. So I, I was, and I, I would also, I will always pray that God gave me like the strength to focus or the, you know, but like the things I would pray for didn't kind of make sense, kind of things I had to 
really develop on my own, but I did it through the strength of and through the will of Christ. So I, I would always pray for that will and strength to just continue to keep going. And then e even through like embarrassment and, you know, failure, I always knew that God was with me. So, I mean, that's kind of why I still keep my foot on the gas. Like I just, I can't stop now. Like I've really came too far, but it's a blessing to even come this far. Like I'm a part of top 7% of athletes out of high school to play college basketball and the top 1% to make it to the next year and, you know, still even be playing. And it's, like I said, it's a blessing because, like, I'm not even supposed to, I mean, quite frankly, I'm, I've been put in enough situations where my life has been at, at question. And if one thing goes wrong, I'm not here. I, I got a question then. Do you think that COVID and the situation it's created for college or college sports in general has been a blessing because I feel like out of MBU yeah. you, that would have been that would have been say, it. I, 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 and that's that's another thing that I'm thankful for because even after MBU my grades were <laughs> so out of a situation like COVID you still f were finding blessings in a time like that bro when I tell you after that situation happened I wrote myself a long note and Literally, somewhere in that note, I said, God wouldn't put you through this if he didn't think that you could make it out. And I made it out. And not only did I make it out, but I'm still persevering. And I'm, I'm still finding ways to make it out of different situations. But it's like, in order to grow, like we said before, you have to be put in those uncomfortable positions. But you know who puts you in those uncomfortable positions? He didn't not, put you there. He let you go through them. No, no I'm, I'm saying like... He's just not going to, like, force. It's it's kind of weird to, like, describe it. He's, he's going to let you go through it, but it's for a reason. With, for, a reason yeah. for the intent to gain strength. Like, when you pray for strength, you might not know how you're going to receive it kind of thing. So it it, it was just I, I was realizing that, and I was being shown, you know, why, like, why did these things happen? And why am I going through this? And, you know, I was I was being shown why. Yeah. And now I realize that those things happen for a reason. But um yeah, right. I mean it's I mean it's really just a long story on why I could go on for a, a while. One one thing I wanna say and it's something a lot of or something I actually listened to today, um, in a sermon from the pastor John MacArthur while I was at the gym is, is like he re he really reiterated it's like we're sinners but that's why we need Jesus and it's in in us being sinful in our nature it's God gave us that outlet mm -hmm. if you will in that that light at the end of the tunnel that I mean it's Yes, we're sinful creatures, but God still, in his everlasting mercy, decided, you know, let me give you my only begotten son because I love, so love the world. And it's, I, it's one thing that got me through like that lately is it's like the story of Paul, like mm -hmm. all throughout mm -hmm. the body, the Bible, you hear about Paul being the worst sinner of all time, not all time, like it. Like it's a competition, <laughs> but like he he refers to himself as um the worst sinner of all time, like of them all. And a point that John, uh, the pastor made was he didn't refer to it as was he is, and it's that's one thing I want to point to is is like even with God, it's we're gonna fail. And it's like that's that's one thing I struggle with is like the whole trying to be as perfect as I can, the whole perfectionist thing. Mm -hmm. is like subconsciously, it's like I need to be the best me I can be and best Christian I can be. But it's ultimately you're gonna fail, and it's I don't know how this relates to what you just said, but hey, it's just something I thought of, and it's like you know, it's something I've struggled with lately, and it's like I I fail, and then it's like. Not only do I feel worse than I would when I used to sin, but now it's because with the further conviction, I'm now 
beating myself up even more. And now I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm sprawled out on the floor beating myself after realizing what I did wrong and not letting myself get up kind of thing. And it's just like, it's realize that we're imperfect creatures and that's realize that's why you ought to repent and accept Jesus as Lord and Savior because without him being Lord and without him being Savior, we are doomed. I'm about to say, like, I'd... I was going to piggyback off of like uh, you saying that you're a perfectionist. And I, I think that's really in, like, it's, it's going to be hard. Nobody said it was going to be easy. But I, I think I always have had this thought, like, kind of developed it when I was younger. I'd rather fail, fail to be better for Christ in this, like, while I'm living than to not get better at all and suffer in the eternal life. Yeah. And uh, it's, it, it's a, it's a, yeah. It's, it's, it's a battle. But I mean, like, like you said, you get that, you, that guilt and that conviction, but it's all, it's needed to grow and to be better. Cause I, I, I could tell you from, from when I was younger and when we were in high school, Things used to be, I, I used to behave a lot worse, you know. I kind of was not really focused on God and our relationship wasn't as as close as it is, as it is now. And I, I know we can get even closer, but just me realizing and seeing what was wrong, now I have the opportunity to correct and grow. But um, I forgot what question I was going to ask y'all. You got any questions? Um, so how do you guys pray? That's what I was going to ask. I'm start with you. So I personally pray the Lord's Prayer every time I pray because, um, I've, I've read Matthew and I've tried to see if it says anything other. And if anyone, whether you two or anyone out there has anything and wants to mention it, please do. But it's. In Matthew 4 through 6, when he's speaking on, I think, I believe it's Mount Sinai, it's, it's in chapter 6, but the, the context starts in chapter 4, and in chapter 6, when on the mountain, I believe it's like verse 20 to 27, I could be mistaken, um, but it says it's, this is how you should pray, do not pray like the Gentiles who speak multitudes of words without meaning it it's saying like you know speaking all these words that have no meaning just pray this prayer mm-hmm. and that's the lord's prayer and that's 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 why i pray the lord's prayer every time and that's that's how i pray how about you um so for me i pray at night like right before i go to bed so i just do the sign on the cross then i pray the lord's prayer but after I pr- pray the Lord's Prayer, I, I just, like, tell God, like, thank you for my day. Thank you for the roof over my head. Just a bunch of thanks. And if, depending on the day as well, I'll add at, at the end, like, like let's say hypothetically, like, I'm, I'm praying that I will succeed at VC or something like that. Like, like asking him for something, like, and that sort. And then I'll just end it by doing the sign of the cross and go to bed. Um, I'm kind of the same way. I pray every night. Uh, I pray. I pray the Lord's prayer, and then, like, like you said, after, uh, I pray. I pray for everybody that I interact with every day. So, like, I, I'll just say, like, God, I just pray that you, you cover everyone that I've interacted with, with the blood of Jesus mm-hmm. today. Like anybody I see at the gym, like the kid we saw at the gym today. Yeah. Like and and like I I I pray I pray that he you know, he finds. Like he finds God, and I, I I pray that his relationship and his religion starts to change a little bit, and he starts to see that light at the end of that tunnel. So, I mean, I I just think it's really important not only to pray for myself but to pray for others. So, like any situation that somebody might be going through, or like somebody tells them they're stressing, like I I just pray that God shows them the way and gives them guidance over their situation or gives them strength as well as gives me strength. I mean, it, I, I, I think it's good to pray for myself, but I think it's 
important to pray for others as well. Yeah. yeah. Also, I pray when, like, during the day, if I'm, like, have anxiety or, like, stressed or out or whatever. How about I, say, I pray at the gym, too. Yeah. Just, yeah. Or, like, even, like, one time I did, like, before PR, I was going for PR, I was just like, God, please give me the strength and let's get to it. But, yeah, bro, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I pray. <laughs> this is going to sound so weird, but... I, so I'm I'm like sitting down doing like the little bitch thing, and then there's this girl right in front of me deadlifting, and then I I, 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 I just I just pray for strength to not to not lust over flesh and give in to that temptation. Yeah, and just, just I I just pray to not give in. Okay, uh, can I like I <laughs> wish they would move that machine because I can't tell you how many times <laughs> I'm standing there and I'm like. Bro, literally, literally between sets, uh, I'll just like look down like this. Oh, like the chest press machine. Yeah, yes, bro. Right next to the desk. It's like right in front, bro. That's why I don't use it. It's like girls, just like I'm not, I'm not trying to look at that. Like especially since, like, how, like lately, whenever I go to the gym, it's just like straight focus. I'm there to get something done. I'm there to get swole. Like (laughs) for me, it's not even that. I like to build the mind muscle connection, like with the muscles. So I like to watch the muscles contract. Yeah. So mind muscle about that. What? <laughs> mind, mind muscle butt. <laughs> I couldn't hear you. What? Mind muscle ass or like what? Because like you're thinking because you're looking at. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. It's and it's like I'm like half the time it's like I remember when I first started getting serious, I would always go with the hat. I always do now because of hair, but. I would literally would have my hat down, and I probably should start doing that again. <laughs> and I would go up to look at the set, and I'm like, "Oh, those are ch- mm, those are cheeks." Okay, let me look down at my bro. Literally, legs. literally, I had to do my set with my eyes closed. Hey, that's a, that's 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 good though. I mean, that's because that's in fairness, I feel like I get the best contraction when I'm have my eyes closed nah, because you have to focus the on the muscle. Yeah. You don't get because you don't get those visual inputs, and I mean, with headphones in. Yeah, you have music, but if you can tune out the music because you listen to it so much, you're just focusing straight. I'm about to on say sometimes, sometimes I don't even like know what song I'm listening to when I lift. Yeah, I just be looking at the ground. Yeah, bro, I, dude, literally, bro, it, it was like literally the other day, and like, and I, I had started my set, and then I'm looking at myself in the mirror, and then I just see, you know, just casual, boom, right there, and then I, I was just. Like, cause I I know me, in the past, like I, I'm a dog, like I, I'm a look, yeah, and I, I'm ice stare, but then but it 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 was just like you know like you said that mind muscle connection, yeah, you know I I want my mind to be as strong as I want myself to be, so I I can't I can't be strong willed and strong minded if I'm not focused on my task and not focused on what that is. But I remind you though that you will fail sometimes. Oh, don't beat yourself up because you will. <laughs> I, I'm about to. I mean, recently I've been doing a lot better, you know, but but then I think this is like like God testing me because I like I had some girl today like try and not really talk to me, but I dropped. Well, it was funny. I was doing like trap bar. Uh, I, I was doing like jumping with the trap bar. I know exactly who you're talking about. Who? I think because I, I remember looking over at you doing it, and I remember seeing the girl. So I think I know who you're talking about. I won't say it; I'll say it afterwards. Yeah. But I know who you're talking about. <laughs> but yeah, I'm literally doing it, and then I'm taking off the weight, and then I, I think I like I don't even know how the ten ended like ended up like the plate ended up like almost across the weight room. <laughs> it was so funny, and then it dropped, and then I'm, like I'm just so locked in. I'm just looking. I'm like, <laughs> let me go ahead and put this five back. And then I, I just see, like, uh, I just, like, turn around after I put the five back. And then, like, she's just sitting there smiling, like, talking to me, like, waving. I'm got my music going. Like, I'm literally looking at her like like this. I'm <laughs> Holy Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> you talking to me? <laughs> For real. <laughs> and, like, she picks the plate up, and then she's, like, trying Dude, to I could it. be. I don't even have music in half the times, and if a woman talks to me, I'm like, wait, you're talking to me? Yeah, I, but I, I was so I was so confused, bro, because it, it was like she stopped mid-set. Okay, that's a, that's that's. I would wait. I would have waited, but bro. And then I, t- I turn around. I and of course, like, you know, she she was she was attractive. So, what? You don't think so? 
You, you talked to her? No. So that, she tried to talk to I'm you, saying, but you didn't say I, anything. The reason I know is because I said I know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah. And she, she's just like, hey, like, she's talking. Like, my music's going, and I'm just looking at her like. <laughs> you didn't take it out? <laughs> nah. <laughs> and, and, and then, bro, literally, literally, she said something to bro, you? Bro, because she, like, took her headphones off and everything, bro. And then, and then I, I, I was like. Put it right there. <laughs> like, was she the, trying to the, have a conversation? Huh? Was she trying to have a conversation? Yeah. Uh, Did you even put the headphones out? No. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know she was talking to me. You should take lessons from Patrick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, my name is Narayan Last. <laughs> bro, literally, bro, I, I was like just so con. I was confused, bro. But then, you know. I've been a die. I, I, I was like, Lord, just give me strength to just not, like, not give in, you know, to, to temptation at the end of the no, day. You sure Let me tell you. I'm sorry. I really cut you off. You're I'm good. sorry. But the worst is when you just went through a working set and you're like shaking and then someone tries to talk to you. You're like, <laughs> hell, oh, shit, I can't speak. Because like my mind's like, because you're blasting music. And you were getting bloodshot to your head, and you got caffeine, and you got beta alanine in your system, and then you just like <laughs> stargazing, Travis Scott. Nah, you literally <laughs> got me, then you got me stargazing. Right, but that's besides the point. So, literally, I like it. It, it was just my bad. No, it was did. just so funny, bro. Because like, and then I, I, I was just like, this is this is God testing me. Like it, it may not show, but it is, and you know he he's seeing if I'm if I'm willing to pass this or just completely throw the morals and my beliefs out the window and go for something that you know and give in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and she and like I said, I know. Yeah. So. I'm sorry to interrupt, but that- and literally, literally in the middle of my set, I, um, she, bro, I, I, bro, I wish I was lying, bro. I, sw- I swear, I wish I was lying. She like she's looking at me, and then obviously I could see in the mirror that she's like, you know, look. But I'm not gonna. I can see through my peripheral. She looks at me, and then she looks at her hoodie, and then she just takes her hoodie off, and then she has like this, this thing on her, and then I'm. Like I'm mid set, I'm like, what the fuck? It was probably a coincidence. I know, cause like, nah, so, it, it, it cause was. I know I've done that so many times where I like I look at a girl and I'm like, I'm suddenly sweaty. Let me take it off, and I'm like, you know, from the hindsight, I could see how that would be like. I'm trying to impress nah, but someone, then, but then, then I, I, I was like, I was like, bro, just like don't stare. Like, yeah, that's that's kind of what. It that's was. the issue. Where it's like, I, I'm, oh. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not thinking. Oh yeah, this girl wants me to look at her. I'm thinking like, don't stare. Like just don't. Like maybe like peak like if I'm turning around maybe, you know I I'll just see to confirm but don't you know after the you don't need to. <laughs> I, I don't need. Sorry, to let me let me reiterate. I'm about to say just sitting there like like a, like a, a, dog. a dog. Yeah. yeah. So because you said you were a dog, so yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's you know I I I pray for the little things to get yeah. better at the bigger ones. Yeah. One one thing I want to re, re, uh, elaborate on my point um, that I made when I was saying it is it's another reason I I've thought about it is I looked at it and it's Matthew six eight it says therefore do not be like them for your father knows the things you have need of before you ask him in this manner therefore pray and it goes into the Lord's prayer and that's that's one thing I it's God knows the th- the things you need in your heart before you ask him. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit. I mean, part of the Trinity is Jesus Christ, the Godhead, and then Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is within you, and He He will know that what you need before you ask Him. I mean, it's and that's that's why I model my prayer after the model prayer. But it's just it's uh, you know yeah. But when I say that, I don't say that to knock any of one else's prayers. I hope that's clear. I'm just that's that's how I pray. That's how you pray. And why I pray. Like also that. kind of uh going back to that verse. Could you pull it back up yes. for a minute? I think which part was it? Um 
Therefore, do, do not be like them. For your father knows the things that you have need of before you ask him. And so when I think of that, <clears throat> I kind of think like, don't be ashamed. Yeah. Like, don't be ashamed in your faith. Don't be, don't be ashamed of God or, you know, don't be ashamed to let people know that you have accepted him as your Lord and Savior. And I think that was my biggest problem growing, like growing up, like not, not being ashamed of God, but being ashamed of who I really was. Yeah. And I, I think, you know, my strength in my faith has helped me to really not care about what anybody thinks about me or just I, I'm allowed to be myself through the will of Christ. So, and I, I think that's the most important part. You feel, you truly find peace in like within yourself once you realize that uh, uh, only the judgment of God matters. That's that's something personally I walk through like these last two years, and like I mentioned to you earlier, though mm-hmm. I was hated bef- before you'll ever be hated. Jesus said that, and it's. <laughs> That is, I'm not gonna lie. That line is so cold, bro. It's 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 Jesus's mic drop, if you will. It's it's, <laughs> it's I, it's something that it it helped me like these last two years, and I I need to get back mentally to it. And it's realizing that others' opinions don't matter. Do not matter at all. At the end of the day, especially like a stranger, you don't know their intentions. You don't know who they are as a person. You don't know their intentions behind why they're saying the things that they say. So it's, they will hate you, but God was hated first and he's the perfect human. And that's, 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 we model ourselves after Jesus Christ. And if he was hated for doing everything right that he should have, you're going to be hated too. Why, why do you care what others think of? And that's, that's one thing that it's, it's stuck with me is like, it's the whole pump cover. It's, for the gym, it's like that's why it should be there because it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. Your body is a temple for the Holy Spirit and for God. So it's yeah, you can show off everything, but it should be a thing of I don't need to because you don't need to do it for to be seen by man. Like it says in Matthew six, it's in Matthew six five. It mentioned the Gentiles praying to be seen by other men in the synagogues, and it's. You don't need to be in like anywhere to be approved by man, whether that be in the gym. Just how you conduct yourself doesn't need to be seen by multitudes of men. It's the only man to see it, and that's all that matters. And yeah. it's God is <clears throat> God. About, and and I'm kind of going to piggyback off of that. You know, if if you really start to be yourself, the right people will follow, <clears throat> and the right people will come along you will start to surround yourself with like-minded individuals who are, are like, I, I, won't, I won't say don't care about anybody's opinion, but care about the opinions that matter. And the opinions through the ones that are, you know, built through the will and the power and the glory of Christ. Yeah. So, like, I, I think also it's important, like, if you're a Christian... It's important to surround yourself with other Christians. Like, was it? It was last year, like, in end of 2021. I, I will say I, I was at a pretty bad point. I, I did make a decision that I wasn't too fond with. Oh, I remember this. <laughs> <laughs> I made a decision I wasn't too fond with. And I mean, at the time, you were. Yeah. There's no excuse. Yeah. But. And. I I heard it from him. Like, you know, he, he got pretty deep into me. Paul, whoa. Why? You don't have to. <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. If they take it as such, then that's on them. Who cares? Hey, hey, who cares what they think? No, nah, but it, it was just like my mind. Like I said, I still got to work on me. <laughs> but <laughs> I like how you went to pause and then you paused the pause and you're just like, ah. But nah, he like, you know, he, he, like got into my grill he he was like look like you need if if you want to be a better christian like you say you do you have to like he held me accountable and at the time i, I was just like like as he's telling me i'm like yeah whatever bro 
But in the long run, I'm, I, I truly do thank them for it. And, you know, I, the other people that were there, I won't say any names, they kind of agreed with, you know, the fool in me. So, you know, I, I kind of made my decisions now based off of that moment there. I think that moment there was really what, like, because I was like, as if I, if I say I'm a Christian myself, I really do have to practice what I preach. And... From I think from that point on, I, I I was like I need to be very mindful in the decisions that I make, and you know the things that I pray for, <clears throat> not only to act on them, but you know to truly know that God is walking with me and Jesus is walking with me every step I take. And it's 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 funny you mentioned that because a few months ago I had an issue kind of of myself and I kind of started to think with emotions myself yeah. and I, I remember I tried to do it biblically and how I was doing things but I, I you mentioned something and it stuck with me for the entire time that I was dealing with it I was like I need to figure out something I'm doing wrong and I because it there was conviction and it's you held me accountable to what I was doing wrong and I I, I knew what I was doing wrong I, I shouldn't have done it how I did it but I, I, I let emotions take over and I wasn't thinking clearly and mm -hmm. I, it's you held me accountable and that's that's the thing is it's like it's as f Christian friends it's not friends that are Christians it's Christian friends so you you guide yourself through the war that is the Bible and it's like like we're all in this together yeah and it's type of thing it's not just, oh, he's always going to be wrong, so I'm always going to be there to correct each other. <clears throat> no, that whole sinful nature thing means you're going to sin too. So that's why you need other friends. Not so you can correct others, because yes, we should make disciples of the world, but ultimately, you yourself are going to be human and going to fail. So you need that, that, those friends to be like, hey, come on, don't, 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 don't do that. Don't and then you in. jump off the end, and it's like, why'd you do that? Yeah. And there they are at the same time. They're there and they're like, not to be that guy, but told you. <laughs> yeah. I mean. <clears throat> not to rub it in, but to, to prove. I, I, I think it's kind of like a good thing. Like also having Christian friends. Um, like you're allowed to kind of learn from each other's mistakes as well. Like mm -hmm. you, like a time in the past. This this is just like speaking in general. Like say you did something that or you're you're about to do something that I had already did and it didn't go the way that I like I knew it would and kinda had God speak to me in that way, like kinda saying like, you know, we're gonna go about that a different way next time. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> So like a sense of accountability. Yeah. So it it would be like, All right, look, look, Matt, like you know, I did this before and, you know, the big man upstairs kind of, you know, you know what I'm saying? Because kind of like Joe said with accountability, it's we now know what sin is yeah. because we've been shown the light and the light shines on the darkness. And we're like, OK, so we can I can see why this is bad. Yeah. And so it's it's the friends are able to help you further shine that for the light because. I mean, an analogy that just came to mind, and I don't know if it's correct, but I think of it like a lamp, a very powerful lamp from mm. far away. Sometimes the further away you walk, the dimmer that light gets. But if you have other l flashlights on you to shine on that darkness, and this is a weird analogy, and I don't know if it'll make sense to some or if it's even correct, but that's how I'm seeing it is it's, like this light source. If I was to walk over there, I'm now in a shadow. But maybe I need a friend that shows, shines his flashlight on the fact that I'm mistaken. Yeah. And it's, that's, that's the kind of accountability. It's, it's, because we know, we, like, as Christians, first and foremost, we know we're sinning. We, we know we're sinful creatures. And so having that accountability that like, hey, yeah, no, I'm, I'm not perfect. Yeah. Having others that are willing to be like, yeah, no, dude, you might, and we're humans, so we're going to be like, no, 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 and then you look and it's like, ha, 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 cool. 
And it stings, but it's, you, you know, it's to have that accountability is important. Like I said, it, nobody said it was going to be easy. And then, I cut you off again. I apologize. But nah, I kind of lost track of thought what I was going to say after that. What, one thing that's, it, it, it's, friends doing it now makes it so that the judgment day isn't a judgment. It's, I mean, it's a judgment, but it's not a damnation to hell. Mm-hmm. Keeping you on that track so you're not sinning and falling deeper into sin that you're not. Like if if you surround yourself with people, like say for instance you surround yourself with people who don't believe in God and <clears throat> who sin every day and they don't repent, you're most likely gonna fall into that same boat. You are a product of your environment. You are a product of your environment. I'm trying to think if I can remember. Because I, I, I remember, like, for me, you guys know, like, I, I, I try to quote things, like, verses, and I don't remember them exactly. I think yeah. I, I still remember the, uh, the verse you quoted to me when I was... Um, Proverbs? Mm-hmm. Yep. I forgot which exact verse it was, but I remember my dad showed me kind of like... <laughs> When I was I, I was talking to him, he he was, was kind of like like what's going on, like what's wrong, and I was like, I, I was real young, and I was like, man, like I don't got no girlfriend, like that's <laughs> that's the reason, <laughs> that's the reason that I'm in this bad mood right now because I can't I can't escape the want for a temporary feeling, and you know giving in to flesh, and then he kind of had that sit down conversation with me. And like, I still struggle with it. We're human. But I always remember that he showed me that and it's like sat in the back of my mind subconsciously every time I think about it. And But then it's like as Christians, it's important for us to pass on the knowledge that we have learned from, you know, especially people older than us who've probably seen a lot more than we have. And I, I just think like... And I, I also think... As a Christian, you shouldn't, you shouldn't uh, say, "Oh, if you don't do this, you're going to hell." Because you're not the judge. You're not. You, yeah, about to say, you you don't get to decide who who gets to go where, and especially the eternal life. No, don't do that. As a Christian, all right. Let me let me ask you guys this: What do you think you should do as a Christian friend? Mm. Like, of course, holding your friends accountable is one thing, but I also think, like, you should just just remind them that Jesus loves them, like, every day. Because I, I think a lot of people struggle with that re- reassurance and that, you know, God gave gave Jesus for the love of this world. Yeah. Every day. Oh, this reminded me when we had our conversation um, about abortion. Um what I would say is just tell everybody the good news, and if they choose to follow it, then good. But I think as our my definition of it would be just like just tell everybody the good news. Mm-hmm. I I would say it's kind of to build off the analogy that I used earlier. It's the further they walk into that darkness, the further they walk into a cell that will be closed. You're not the one that's supposed to close that close that cell and lock it on them. Mm-hmm. But while they're still living, you're the you should show them, hey, come on. Maybe <laughs> yeah. give them some Morse code, say SOS, but you know, it's you're that flashlight to show them like, hey, you're not you may be wrong here. Don't judge them. Don't play the you know, the judge because ultimately that's wrong of you, but it's as Christian friends, it's the friend is supposed to just not even friends, but brothers and sisters in Christ. But it's, I'm about to say it's, it's more than just friends. It's, it's a family. It's 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 all one big family under God. And what do you do for family when they're down? You you pick f- them up. You fight for them. You do what you got to do, and that's that's the thing. Is ultimately with family though, it's you forgive. You yeah. you don't judge. You 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 let things go on like. You may remember, and you probably shouldn't, but you may remember times when your sisters or brothers or parents, mothers and fathers, yeah. yeah, get on your nerves. But it's 
and something personally I've struggled with to be completely open is trying to forgive my mother personally. And that's, that's something that I've, I've struggled with. And it's ultimately, if I never get the chance to say sorry, or she never gets the chance to say sorry or never does, or I never do, it's, it's on me to conduct myself that way. And that's kind of that, that kind of thing is it's, it's, know that you're flawed so you're not telling them that hey you're wrong goodbye it's hey come on come back it's i don't know if that made that sense. one verse uh could need to be a little more specific than that <laughs> it's don't ignore the uh talking about the 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 plank and the splinter. Oh yes, Matthew. Matthew, I think it's. I want to say, five thirty-one. I could be wrong, but do not judge the the speck in your brother's eye when the plank in your, your own eye. Yeah. And it's so it's like as a, a, a Christian brother, of course. Of, of course, like it's okay to, you know, hold another one accountable. But don't forget to hold yourself accountable as well. And don't be afraid of, you know, or don't be opposed to somebody else holding you accountable. Or like a, a friend or a brother or a sister in Christ holding you accountable. So I, I think that verse right there was like very powerful. <clears throat> Especially like, you know, talking back to that day that you, you kind of held me accountable. And then... Because I knew I, I've, I've struggled with that same... No, but but it, it it was like not even that because it was like okay, you know, Matt is probably one of the people. And this is why I've always had respect for you. You've always held yourself accountable, even like in situations, or or you you've always had this this will to be better. You know, at, at anything you do. So I I was like, well, I I know he's gonna hold himself accountable. Like he, you know, he he wants me to want to be better just as much as he does and so now i want to pass that feeling and you know that want along to my other brothers and sisters so and that's, that's kind of the reason for this podcast but continue oh i'm just gonna say i think that's another reason why i'm christians because of that sense of accountability of what like god has given us and all, and that such and like that relationship as well like a f good father figure. Yeah. That's why, another reason why I consider myself Christian. It, and it also does, he does say, I think it's in Matthew somewhere, I don't, I don't know the verse. I'll quote the verse that you quoted in a second, but, because um, I found it. Um, Jesus will be the, the mother that you may not have or the father that you may not have. Or, like, he fills in that gap. He, mm -hmm. he can be what you lack. And that's what we lack is ultimately without God, we have a gaping hole. And, and that, that's because at the end of the day, there is, there is something spiritual. I mean, it's not astrology, <laughs> um, but it's, there is something spiritual that, I mean, it's, why do you feel so happy that you feel like, for instance, like with, um, relationships. Why is it so hard that we are literally breaking? Quite frankly, there's been like studies to, that have shown that like s neurologically, after a breakup, it's the same effect as quitting cocaine type thing. And that's just it's like there's there's connections on like levels that we don't even understand. Yeah. And it's not even to mention a spiritual level. We don't even. We say spiritual and don't even know what the full extent of that, yet alone, we don't even know the full extent of the oceans or the brain. Yeah. And, like, there's probably, I'm willing to, I wouldn't, I'm not going to say anything because I can't justify it, but there's probably some kind of connections in the brain or the, the body or our soul that we don't understand and can probably never understand until we reach the gates of heaven. But there's, there is that link that... You know, yeah. You long for. Um, the verse I met uh, you mentioned was Matthew seven, three through five. It, it's, and why do you look at the speck in your brother's eye, but do not consider the plank in your own eye, or how you can 
Say to your brother, let me remove the speck from your, from your eye, and look, a plank is, your, is in your own eye. Hypocrite, first remove the plank from your own eye, and then you will clearly see to remove the speck from your own brother's eye. From your brother's eye. And we're imperfect. So ultimately, we'll never remove that plank from our own eyes. So you can't go around judging others and trying to remove that speck because ultimately, you're never going to remove that plank. Mm -hmm. But you can shine the light on that speck and be like, hey, here's a picture of the speck. Yeah. Like, I, like I, I know the plank's in mine, and I'm, I'm working on it, but, you know. And I'm not going to try to remove your speck because it just said not to until I remove that own plank. I ain't removing that plank, but I can show you, hey, you got a speck in your eye. Yeah. Um, any other questions? If you were to... How would you introduce God to a non-believer? As a Christian, for someone who's never heard about Jesus, how would you introduce it to them? Um, <clears throat> it's going to sound weird, but, you know, a beacon of hope, you know, a sign of strength, um, just peace all in one, you know, and, you know, a father at the end of the day. Yeah. Um... If you need somebody to lean on, if you're if you're stressed out, and you you want, I'm not saying all of your problems to go away because your problems are never going to go away, but you want to be relieved of that anxiety and just to know that everything will be okay. That's who you turn to. You know, and you you don't you don't do it for a couple of days like that like it's a lifetime deal. Like you you sign that contract, and like like I will take you. Like with open arms, as he will take him, as he will take you. So, I think that's how I kind of would describe it, you know. And somebody that I, I, will will show you the way. Yeah. So your question was like, how would you introduce somebody to God? Yeah. Yeah, or, someone who's never. never Heard of the word of Jesus, the yeah. gospel of Jesus Christ. How would you introduce it to him and who Jesus is? I would introduce them to God by like just taking it slow, by like ending, like saying goodbye, but like be like, God loves you. And if they ask me, like, who's God, and, and just take it from there and like take baby steps and be like, tell them about the good news, how Jesus died for you, how your sins are taken away because of that. And just, like, take my time with that person. And, like, if they want to, I'll, I'll be more than happy to take them to church with me or, like, refer them to a group of, like, like-minded individuals or, like, invite them to, like, a youth group or something. Something like that. But, like, mm -hmm. just take it slow. How about you? One, <laughs> this has been something that I've really struggled with this last year. So what I say today may change in a year. But I think it, what I'm about to say may piss off people in my class because it's a, a phrase we hear all the time but it depends every person is a different person how they receive that that knowledge may differ than how you would or you would i know because like like you you grew up being an adopted child you grew up in a single household mm -hmm. i grew up with two parents one not the best connection with but each situation is different ultimately the underlying theme should be with love and understanding, but ultimately it depends. And I, for me, I would, I would start with John three sixteen, for God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. I mean, because a story that I, I I hear from one of my favorite pastors, um, Vody Balcom Jr., was his conver his conversion story. He he grew up um, a Muslim. His mom was a, a a Muslim, and he grew up in a single household in Compton. I think it was Compton or South, somewhere in California. One of the Soco. The, what? Soco. I think so. I I I don't want to misquote it, but he goes on to tell tell the story of how he's in college and had one of his um, teammates. I think he asked his teammate the question of like, "Who is Jesus?" and his friend literally told him, "It's like." I will sit down. He would sit down with him and go through the Bible with him. Mm -hmm. 
and now he's a he's a pastor, mm. and he's helped me walk through my my walk of faith, and that's 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 something that I think it's important to understand is when you're walking through someone to God, it's it's not just a one time thing. Like, yeah, you can give them, you should give them like something that would stick with them, because ultimately the soul longs for something, and eventually they'll probably come back to it. But I mean, it's. It's not just a one-time thing. It's it's a constant walk. Just like how we constantly walk through faith, I feel that it's it's a constant walk and it depends on the person and it's getting to know that person and ultimately God says it's like what's in your heart is of your own will. I think or somewhere in Proverbs and I keep quoting Proverbs of late but that's just what I've been reading but it's what comes from the mouth God will will guide I think is something along that line of what it says and it's don't doubt what you will say know that God will guide you and give you the wisdom and knowledge to speak what you need to speak and just know that it depends and it's not just a like you said it's it's a lifelong contract you sign it's it's you don't just haha here's the deep end I mean if that's how they learn then that's how they learn and if they choose to not you know be receptive then that's that's fine but if someone's receptive it's not just a one-time thing you're walking with them yeah because ultimately you've you're trying to form a brother in christ and just like either one of us anyone else you treat them the same because god's treated every one of us the same i mean it's yeah I mean, it's kind of really hard to explain how I would, you know, just introduce someone to God, but I know where I would start. Yeah. Um, any other questions before we cap everything off? How did Caden think that was a cat, though? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. The question I have is, what do you think the gospel is? And you may not have a perfect answer to that, because I know I don't have a perfect answer to that. There is no perfect answer to any of this. Yeah. But what I would say, the gospel, you go ahead. Oh, okay. A perfect love story. Yeah. Uh... Really, it's, it's, I know. Well, <clears throat> it's kind of like uh, you know when you get a good feeling about something, but then it's like you read the word and you recognize and you you go through situations and you and you see and you live through the gospel uh, of of the word or just it's. Like the glory of God. Yeah. You know, um, I don't, it's hard to answer, bro. So the answer I've nulled over for a while is we were dead unto sin and we needed a savior and God gave us his son, mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, who died upon the cross to forgive us our sins. Thus, we spread the word that is the gospel. Yeah, I I agree. I I think the word at the end of the day is the gospel, but it could also be so much more than the word. Like um like you could you could see the gospel in uh different situations. Double click. Yeah. It's, it's, the word is a, like I said, it depends. I mean, ultimately though, the gospel is the gospel and it's, that remains the same. I mean, it's, it is a perfect love story and it is, it is to be done with care and, um, it depends, but it's, it's the, the, I, I personally do feel it's the underlying theme that we all were sinful creatures and we were all dead unto sin and didn't didn't know it Mm -hmm. and 
with the the resurrection, we realize, hey, um, we're sinners. I needed a savior. God gave his only son. And I think that's, that's what's really important. But it's quick intermission. Be back. Um, kind of on the topic of gospel of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like I was saying, it's, you know, depends. Right. Um, got any other questions? I'm kind of out of questions for right now. I do think that we should touch on this again in another episode. I'll, I'll save my questions for another episode. Yeah, I, I think there's so much more we can just talk about. I, I I don't know if anyone would watch this, but if anyone doesn't believe and isn't a Christian, I'd love to have them on and act, have yeah, them ask questions. Yeah. Because yeah. as much as it would, I feel like it helped them if if they are willing to be Christians, but also it'd help us as Christians mm-hmm. see, see another side because it's ultimately... In anything in life, you you always see one side, but you got to be able to see the other side. Otherwise, you can't can't convince someone. Mm-hmm. I'll save my questions for part two. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. But um, how are you guys doing mentally? Go ahead, go first. Oh me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good. Um, can't complain. Just happy this work week is done, and enjoy the weekend for a little bit, and just work on the podcast or like creating content. So, yeah, solid eight. <laughs> Like I said the last two times, a five. I it's I'm gonna stick with it. I I mean it's I'm happy with life, but like I said, I I know I can do better and I know I should do better. And there's gonna be times that lately like I've been feeling it's I struggle with things. But mm-hmm. ultimately at the end of the day I should rejoice because God <laughs> And ultimately, it's I can do better, but a five. My scale's kind of wonky compared to the actual scale, but we'll go with it, you know. Um, I think before we talked, I was just telling you guys both how just crazy motivated I've been these last couple. I mean, just this summer, like, and (laughs) it's funny because before the summer started, I just I just prayed for the strength to keep going and you know to stay motivated and I mean it's nothing this is not even close to what I expected and and I, I'm really just overwhelmingly blessed bro just to even be still vertical and be able to wake up walk every day you know I'm able to move around I'm able to shake my body I'm able to dance I'm able to feel I'm alive yeah you know and I see that as a blessing itself even though I, I do struggle with my own problems, but you you once you find the beauty in the struggle, I, I think it, it's hard to really even stress or have any type of anxiety because you know he's there with you. Like he he knows that he, you're gonna go through these things, but it's it's a part of his purpose. Yeah, it's a part of his purpose and your purpose. This is what you prayed for, so. He gonna let you, he gonna he gonna let you experience and you know receive what you pray for, but you might not like the way you, you know you receive it. But it's all a part of, you know, the process. Yeah. When before I say something, you didn't give a number. I don't think. I don't know if that matters. Um, yeah. I, I, I'm gonna say like an eight and a half, bro. I'm feeling really good. You know, I I don't I don't see it going down anywhere from here because like, I I say eight and a half, and I'm still going. I wouldn't even say going through things anymore because I just know that things will be better and that everything happens for a reason. Yeah. So it's like, I just have no more worries. Yeah. One thing I want to say, and I heard you saying, like, you prayed for it and it's something you've never seen. And I don't mean to make this run on longer than it has, but I always remember my, my dad would always... I remember this story and it's stuck with me since. And I think he told me when I was like nine or ten. And it's like, be careful what you pray for. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Because you will get what you what you was asked. Because I know the story my dad always told me was he was fresh out of the military trying to apply for a job, and at the time, me, my dad, and my mom lived in Washington, and he was looking for a job, and I think he had just gotten the job or was still looking, 
and he he was we weren't broke but we weren't financially like yeah you know set off yet and it's he prayed one time and said it's like I prayed for patience and boy did I get patience <laughs> and it's and it's God's great and I know it's <laughs> It's funny because every time I, I look to prayer for patience, I'm always hesitant because of that story. And it's just, I, I, you said it and I just thought I mean, about it. Nah, and I, 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 I about to say, I pray for patience as well. <laughs> and you're going to get patient, yeah, I'll tell you what. Yeah. But it's, it's, he, he had to, I think he waited a while before he got his first, or first like job, but it was, I, it was, it was an awesome story to hear. And I, it's, I just remember, be, you know, be careful praying for patience, yeah. <laughs> you know. I mean, just never be scared to go on the journey that God is sending you on. Yeah. Like, know that the shepherd isn't ever far. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that's really gonna wrap some things up because I I gotta go handle some business real quick, just like, yeah, like twenty seconds. <laughs> but um, that's season three, episode seventeen. Yes, sir. Seventeen. Wow. We're My third episode. <laughs> Season 3, episode 17 of the Kids of Culture Podcast. We're starting to get